Good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, wonderful Tuesday morning as we continue in our time together in daily reflections, the season of Advent. We're looking at different reflections um, that kind of point us to our greater um, purposes in Advent, our hope, our peace, our joy, our love. So today we're going to be reading from Romans uh, chapter 15. And I, by the way, I'm using a, um online tool called the Common Rule. It's just a great little online resource for uh, devotional resources for Advent and for other seasons. But today we're going to be reading from Romans chapter 15. We're going to be reading 15, chapter 15, verses 3, I'm sorry, verses 4 through 13. That's Romans 15, verses 4 through 13. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Jesus Christ, so that together you may with one voice glorify God and Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God, in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As is written, therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples praise him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse shall come, and the one who rises to rule the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in the power of the Holy Spirit. Once, one thing that's really cool about this passage here is that little section there between 9 and roughly, roughly, roughly it's verses 9 through 12 is Paul just goes, Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament. He's saying, see, this was done to fulfill what was said here and here and here and here. So we see Paul truly saying Christ has come to allow us who are circumcised or Jews in that context to show the Gentiles that Christ came to save them. And that was the purpose of all this. As he says in verse 4, so well, what it was written for in former days was written for our instruction. So the steadfast and encouragement of the scriptures, we may have hope. So, and it says God is steadfast. So Paul is saying that what was given to us in the past, the Old Testament, the teachings was given so that we could have hope that God has a greater plan. That God has a greater plan. And if we have hope in God's greater plan, we can have peace. So when we know what he has said and what he has promised, because we know God's character, we can have hope in what he is going to do. And I, I like what it says, this quotation in chapter, chapter in, in verse 12. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse shall come and the one who rises to rule the Gentiles. In him, the Gentiles shall have hope. That's, hmm. now yesterday we talked about how the good news is good news for everybody. And today we see in this context, Isaiah is saying, Hundreds of years, hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, Isaiah saying in him, the Gentiles shall have hope.
So those of us today who are Gentiles, meaning those of us who are non-Jewish, our hope in Jesus was prophesied that hundreds of years before Jesus was born. And I love what he says in verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, I'm, re I'm listening to an audio book right now. Um, uh, I, I love podcasts, and so I, I listen to more audio books now than I do read. I probably need to read more. That probably might need to be my goal for next year. But right now, I listen to a lot of audio books. And it was talking about how one of the major commands in Scripture, and we see it over and over and over again in the Bible, is do not be afraid. Do not fear. The Bible is full of that command. Think about Joshua, chapter 1, when Joshua is now in charge of the Israelites. What is the primary command God gives to Joshua in that moment? Don't be afraid. What did the angel say to the shepherds in the fields? Do not be afraid. Honestly, every time you look at the Bible, you see an angel, the first words are don't be afraid. But over and over again, says God says, don't fear, don't fear, don't fear. And the book I'm listening to says perhaps one of the reasons why the Lord says don't fear is that fear has the same effect on our souls as faith except opposite. If faith calls us to lift up our eyes to look to what's better, to what's coming, to where our hope is, where our peace is, fear calls us to take our eyes off of the eternal and place on the temporary and on the circumstances of the earth and perhaps the call to to fear to not to do not fear is a call a greater call to faith and trust and hope and what god's doing and in god's plan i said sunday in my sermon that peace is not the absence of conflict i mean if we're waiting for the absence of conflict to have peace then we'll never have peace but fear, but peace is that deep abiding trust in God's plan and in God's will and in God's way so that we can have peace in the midst of all of our struggles because we have Jesus. We can have peace in the midst of trials because we have Jesus. We can have peace in the midst of our troubles because we have Jesus. He says here, may the God of hope, we have hope, we have faith, fill you with all joy in peace and believing. So we see in this passage today that God's always been at work, that God's always had a plan, that God's always bringing this thing to completion. Now we can have peace, y'all. So I know we live in troublesome times. I know our lives and our families and our work and everywhere is full of conflict and full of trouble and things such as that, but we can have peace because we have Jesus. So this gospel is good news. It's good news for all of us. It's good news for those of us who know the Lord right now because we've been forgiven and we've been redeemed and we've been restored and we've been saved. It's good news for us who are in Christ now. And it's good news for those who are not in Christ because they have a God who loves them very much. And they have a Savior given for them and for their sake. It's good news for them. So we as Christians, y'all, 
in the midst of the chaos and the, all that's happening, and not just in the world, y'all, but just in our lives. You know, when I look at my schedule this week, I'm like, oh boy, howdy! It's I got I got a lot going on this week. When I look at my schedule, I'm like, oh Lord, I might need me another four or five cups of coffee. When I look at that, it's easy to not have peace. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This whole thing today tells us we have encouragement. God is at work. God is bringing good news to those who are in need of hearing it. Both those of us who have already heard it and need to be reminded of it and those who have not heard yet and need to be told it. And that we can have peace. Because we have that hope in what God has done and what God is doing. So today, y'all, there's going to be many times today when you're going to face the temptation to give into fear. Many times. You're going to face that temptation to give into fear because it's alluring. It makes sense. Sometimes fear feels like the rational option. We're going to have many chances like that today, y'all. Choose the better way. Choose the better way. Choose hope and faith in what Jesus is doing. What he's always done, what he's planning to do, and what he's doing now. Choose that path. And when we choose that path, we will find, because of our rootedness in Christ, we will find peace. So let us be a people of hope today, people of joy today, people of love today, and a people of peace today. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Hold on to Jesus, y'all. Hold on to Jesus, because he's holding on to you. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow as we continue with our Advent Reflections. Have a great day.